Welcome to the Megan and Rachel Show. We're your hosts, Megan Terry and Rachel Webb, broadcasting from the booming metropolis of Shelbyville, Kentucky. We're just two gals trying to navigate the indignities of motherhood. Oh, oh, na- navigating indignity. What? What? Yeah, we doing it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Rap Rachel's my favorite Rachel. <laughs> I just really feel like every time I see you over there, like rapping or laying down your beats when you get so yeah, girl. excited, I feel like you are living your best life. Like, <laughs> if you were really doing what your true soul was calling you to do from the inside, you'd leave this like crappy little podcast behind and you'd go be a genuine rap star. Totally. I might try that. You could be I'm like, going to start a business plan, a rap star business plan. <laughs> you could be like Fergie Ferg. And then when you stop rapping, you can host like New Year's Eve and stuff like that. I knew I was a little different when we would go to like, like in middle school, the church retreats. And most people would be like doing the, the you know, four spiritual laws, the plan of salvation. I'm over there like, step one, accept <laughs> the Christ. Step two, you got a brand new life. Step three. <laughs> and I mean, literally like. There's something wrong with me in my brain. I don't know what it is. It's probably super annoying. All I can think about when you're doing that is step one. You cut a hole in the box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. <laughs> Which, speaking of, we were doing the beats. You brought up a song I haven't thought of in forever because you said, Fergie, uh, what you going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. My grandma had a mastectomy a couple uh-huh. months yes. ago. And all I could think about in my head you know, like, because, you know, you get awkward during certain, you know, serious situations. Yes. I just kept thinking, my lovely lady, love. check it out. <laughs> Every time. Fergalicious book. Fergalicious. I'm an awkward laugher. Like, the, the worst is when my children are in pain. Like, if they get hurt. And I'm not laughing, like, loud. Like, I, it's really weird. Like, if they're getting shots or something, it's like, <laughs> like, this laughter comes out of me, and I want to cry, but I think that feels even more awkward, so I laugh instead. That it's is really awkward. bad. I'm awkward. You're poor kid. Pretty much real awkward. All right, friend, speaking of awkward, we need to talk about our text responses back and forth last night. Yeah, so last night, my phone starts blowing up, because let me just tell you a little thing about Rachel. She loves to text, but it's on her own terms. So basically, you go days without hearing her, and then you get 45 texts in a row. This is and so true. And she starts sending me the most bizarre things that she's seen on Facebook Marketplace. First of all, when I look, I love Facebook Marketplace. I don't know what it is. I don't see the kind of crap that you see. A couple weeks ago, I bought a rowing machine off Facebook Marketplace. It's like pristine. I love it. I'm so excited. You bought a rowing machine. You're going back to your college days then. I know. Well, I've used it one time, and that's all. <laughs> was it fun? It was not fun. Mo- it you hurt. know Miles is going to be using that thing down there at 3 in the morning. You're going to come down. He's like, I'm training, Mom. <laughs> He's got to become muscular. Okay, so let me ask you, though. When you bought that, did you go in and search, like, rowing machine in the search bar? Because just in case you're living under rock, Facebook Marketplace is anyone on Facebook can go online. It's like Craigslist, except it's more real time. Because Craigslist, you have to be deliberate to go there. And they've had a lot of killers from that site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we haven't had that yet with Marketplace. But it's so bizarre because you can just go click and people can put anything they want for sale. I've sold a lot of stuff on <clears throat> Facebook Marketplace. You have? Yeah. Like what? 
Like I sold when we got a new kitchen table. I sold our old kitchen table. We I feel very bad about equipment. selling things. I think I need to get over this because when I sell things, I feel like there's probably someone I know who could use this who I don't need to sell well, it. There to. have been things I've given <laughs> away for free, and it's so bizarre. Like I feel like I have to extol its virtues. Like. <laughs> This table was scratched because my kids really enjoy doing art on it. Well, I'm not charging you anything. Why do I, you Here's know? the table. Yeah. Just take the table. It's weird. So there are things that we've given away for free on Facebook But you've sold on Marketplace. Sold on Marketplace. Everybody that's come to my house to pick up something's been super nice. It doesn't feel all like Here's what I figured weird. out, guys, because it gets real sketch, which I'm going to talk about. But I have had tremendous success when I look for a certain brand in the search bar. So if I know I want Pottery Barn or, you know, like reputable brands, mm-hmm. um, because people who buy those brands are probably less likely to put like a bloody mattress on Facebook, which is what I saw. And I almost threw it. I did throw up in my mouth just See, a little bit. So you just can't rando scroll. There's randos. There's, I saw a listing for like 50 cans of Febreze. What else did we see? <clears throat> I'm like losing my voice, people. What's happening? You're Hello. so excited about the Febreze. <laughs> Clearly, I need see, some. See, for me, I see 50 cans of Febreze, and, and my head goes, someone must have gotten an amazing deal. That's an extreme That's couponer. That's a couponer. Yeah. <laughs> and I could benefit from an extreme couponer without having to coupon myself. So, like, ding, 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 things go off for me. And you're like, who sketchy person's going to uh, sell gonna list cans of Febreze? Who robbed their local Walmart? That's, <laughs> really? what I, that's the first thought that goes through my mind. Like, they definitely robbed them. For me, it's like total lazy girl's guide to couponing. Let somebody Girl. else do the work and you reap the benefit. Okay, you can take up for the Febreze, but some of the other things I sent you velour jumpsuit burgundy velour jumpsuit there were not many things covered in this in this jumpsuit the heart the little metal heart there was a metal heart that someone had crafted which i'm all about some crafting but it was like a broken metal heart and it was like why waste money on flowers or candy or things that won't last give her a broken heart give her a broken heart it was 25 bucks i'm like oh like, there's times I'm like, I will give you money not to come pick that up on your porch. If you give somebody money for the dirty underwear pictures that you sent me, like, they were, that's got to be Someone you all Sorry. posted. Yeah. It was on the internet. It was on Facebook. That has to be. I feel like people are all, at this point having joke. fun with it. But listen, it might not be a joke because I will tell you, back before we adopted Miles, we had a fundraiser yard sale for his orphanage. And we asked people to just donate random crap so we had more stuff to sell at our big yard sale. Well, this woman that I met on Facebook <laughs> through my blog is like, I have an entire hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. By the way. I hope to God not. We love you anyway. The bad choice, but we love you. Mm-mm. This is going to get bad. She brings me a whole van load of stuff. And there is a box, like a, a box the size, you know, like copy paper comes in. Of old underwear and bras and not in good shape. Not like, you know, sometimes you buy a pack of underwear for your kids and you don't open it before they outgrow it. And you, you know, it's open and one pair is taken out, but it's otherwise new. No, N- no. This has like been washed 3,000 times underwear. Oh my gosh. And I kept, I was so worried she was going to come to the yard sale Did and not keep see it, out? it put out. No, I threw it away. I'm not going to. I was not going to let my neighbors come to my house and see somebody. You could sca- told her you're like, someone stole. That was the first thing that went they this did. morning. Someone grabbed that underwear box and Well, what if someone would have right thought they here. were my underwear? That's so <laughs> gross. This reminds me, when I used to get my clothes dry cleaned all the time, 
I remember one time I took this pair of work pants in and like the guys like you know counting my items and all of a sudden a pair of like underwear fall out of the work pants oh my gosh <laughs> I did see one time like in the I'm like jumping store. behind the counter like I'll take those slow motion I did it was just so embarrassing oh my gosh I saw a woman one time with some underwear static to her pants she was wearing through the grocery store just like oh just underwear. like stuck just on stuck me. to her just like, stuck like they got stuck in the dryer and she oh, didn't know it oh man okay you know what else people just don't know if you're a kid if they have a sniffle you know not you know allergies whatever there, there's a line there but I'm all about building immunities if your kid has the flu keep them home like and not just for two hours like really <laughs> What is going on here, Megan? I don't know. I feel like everywhere, people are sick everywhere right now. It's insane. I'm afraid to go to the grocery store. I'm afraid to touch anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new level. And now with all, you know, with the flu in particular, it's not like pink eye. Like, pink eye never killed anybody. No. you Pink know eye never hurt no one. You got an itchy Mm-mm. eye for a few days and it's gone. You're good. I mean, it is gross because it isn't pink eye caused by poop. Oh, I didn't like, know don't that. Don't you get like poop particles on your hand then you touch your eye and that's I'm surprised I haven't had eye. pink eye more often with my three children and oh, they touch my say, face poop in my face they touch my face all the time mm-hmm. which is a whole different story the other night Wells looked at my face and I had like a pimple on my chin and he's like what's this mommy and I was like it's a pimple and he was like oh what happened I'm like kid I said it's not nice to tell people when they have a pimple he goes I like your pimple, Mommy. It's pretty. He's right at that age. When Noah oh. was about that age, he looked at me one time. I had this massive pimple right on my forehead. <laughs> and he goes, Mommy, is this a clock? <laughs> like, what in the actual hell? This is not a clock on my head. It's a pimple. It's telling me it's time to wash my face. Right? <laughs> Kids are so weird and mean and adorable. And truth tellers, they will always tell you the truth, right? Oh my goodness! How are your kids? Everybody's really good, except I'm having one very stressful situation with my teenager. And um, well, first of all, let's just talk about first world problems to the max because she's going on a field trip to Disneyland, Disney World. Which one's in Florida? I get confused every time. Disney World, Disney World, Disneyland's in Cali. Okay, so. Wait, a public school, they're going on a yes. field so trip. she's in choir, so all the music departments, like the band, the orchestra, the choir, all this stuff, is going down there for a music workshop. I'm thinking, <laughs> what's, um, oh my goodness, what's the acapella movie? Pitch Perfect. I feel very Pitch Perfect-ish about this. Well, I mean, it's over the top and super excessive. Kids today have no clue. Like when we went on field trips, it was like, we're going to go to the park, kids. Bring your brown bag. Like we're going to go swing on some swings. So this is like a four-day Disney extravaganza. And she really wanted me to come. So I'm going to chaperone the field trip. Well, this week when they start like getting into the logistics that's coming up really soon, I didn't realize that if you go on a field trip with your teenage kid, it's against our school district policy for you to stay in a hotel room with you and your, you know, other kids. So there are no chaperones with these high school age kids. Uh uh-uh. uh. Furthermore, all the chaperones stay in a room together. So I'm going to be sharing a bed in a room with adults I've never met. And I'm terrified. Like, okay, I'm going to have to share a bathroom with these it's people. It's very awkward what to stay I in a hotel with someone. Or oh my fart gosh. in my sleep. This is like, going to be so bad. 
can I just say I'm really concerned about you in the adult situation, but I am having flashbacks to beta club conferences. I am a little bit more concerned about the teenagers who are going to be unattended in the hotel rooms. Oh, I'm Why so stressed. Why are you stressed. sending chaperones if they can't stay in the room? Like, that's the most important time to keep an eye on them. Like, right? when, when they're in elementary age, that's when you should let them sleep alone. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. They're going to be in the room when you come back. You just have to make sure they're alive during the day at the museum. Teenagers, they're fine during the day. It's the, you know, a.m. hours that you have to worry right? about. Right. I'm so stressed on so many levels about this whole entire What happens thing. if something happens on your watch while you're there? I mean, you are you going to have adjoining rooms? I Probably not. going to break out in hives just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm very stressed for you, honestly. But if you want me to come, you and I can go get our own room and just, know. you know. Don't you think that's weird, though? It's just, it's weird. It's four people a room, just to clarify. Yes. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Do you know the people? No. You can't pick them? No. Oh, my gosh. I've, that's that's awkward.com. And I'm an extrovert, and I love being around different people, new experiences. Nope. I'm going to say no to that. I am an introvert. A grown <laughs> woman is going to have to sleep in a bed with some other grown They're woman. They're probably going to be full-size beds, too. Oh, I don't even sleep with my husband in a hotel in a full-size bed. I'm like, you sleep with one kid, I'll sleep with another, and everybody else is going on the floor because those beds are two grown-ups friends let's all let's all keep megan on our prayer list this week <laughs> i'm gonna have to like put a pillow for when it down the middle jesus be a fence right yes here yes right here <laughs> it's also <laughs> over valentine's day and that that's also awkward the whole thing about this i feel like you're either gonna come back in love with your bedmate or you're gonna not come back at all which is kind of what we want to talk about today <laughs> today's show is all about you, it was your idea. You explain okay, yeah. it. What's our... Things that won't happen if I die. Things that won't get done. Basically, all the thankless things we do all day are day. I want to clarify, this is not... We're not bashing husbands. Of course not. At times, not. you may think that's what it sounds like, but we would never do that, first of all. More so, this is to applaud all the things that we do every day that no one sees, appreciates, notices, like... Yeah, this isn't about putting them down. This is about bringing us up, elevating the story of our lives. Right, because yesterday when I told my husband what our topic was for today, he totally was like, oh, so this is all the things you wish your husband would do? No, 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 no. With husbands, we don't expect them to do these things. When we walked down the aisle and said, I do, m- most all of these things I never envisioned my husband oh, would do. I was going to, really, did you envision you would do it? None of these I things so. occurred to me at all. I think I really, like, I am very progressive as far as women and we can do things and we have this role in this world. But when it comes to my house, I'm pretty, I'm pretty traditional. We are too. I'm like, I do the inside, you do the outside. Dear God, I just never knew, you know, what the inside would entail. Right. Not, For, not a fair negotiation up front. No, no. For example, there are so many things that require monthly maintenance in a home you know for example you got to change the furnace filter oh yeah you got that every month oh no every month you got to put jet dry in the dishwasher you, you gotta change the water filter not in, every month but every six months if you don't the water starts to taste real funky yeah we have a septic system you got to flush ridex down the toilet once a month like these are things that stay in my brain all the time and i'm like do I do this do I do this it's why we can't sleep at night because we're thinking about the <laughs> all the drop. monthly maintenance <laughs> that you have to do <laughs> yeah girl i'm okay with some monthly maintenance what always comes to mind for me when i think about my job around the house is the laundry mm. 
never ending laundry everywhere my children would never have clean underwear there would never I mean everything would go in hot and heavy duty wash like nothing would fit anybody it would be a real bad situation on the laundry front well things like dryer sheets would be optional because who thinks to buy dryer sheets I don't buy dryer Besides sheets you. because they have chemicals, but that's a different Oh, do you story. use those like wool balls? I do because I was talking to my friend who's a health and wellness person, Melinda, and she said dryer sheets are like the most chemically thing you can have in your whole house. Why? I'm sorry. I'm so mm. sorry. But they make you smell good. We, we don't smell as good as your family probably. Uh, so probably that's, not. that's the bad part. You'll live longer. So. I just feel like overall hygiene would take a nosedive. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, because you'd be wiping your butt with Zaxby's napkins. <laughs> Nobody's going to buy toilet Nobody's paper. Nobody's going to think to Amazon Prime subscription that toilet paper to your house. No paper towels. Just no, you know. No specific products for, for the shower or the bathtub. Like, I feel like there would be one bottle of goo. And it's like, if that doesn't work, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Pert plus for everyone. <laughs> Seriously. No kidding. When we were first dating, that's what my husband used, and his sister used to just joke with him. She's like, that's the worst. That's like pert plus acid. (laughs) Okay, you know what else would be really bad is the pantry, Mm. the food selection. Nothing would go together. I kind of have a feeling. Like, meals would not be thought out, although I tend to suck with meals, so. No, you're good. Like, I mean, I think what you said is perfect. It would be so eclectic because when I send Lee to the grocery, which I will give him, huh, that I can send him to the grocery and he's going to come home with the things. He's also going to come home with 10 other things that we just don't need in our house, like hot fries or mint chocolate-covered donuts or oyster crackers or 20 cans of cream of chicken soup. I tend to, like, forget we have things and every now and then I'll look and we have 20 cans of cream of chicken soup and but you didn't buy them all at once I'm thinking what are you preparing (laughs) what's what's happening here that I don't know what's he gearing up for yeah yeah chicken soup pretty much so I feel like our pantry would be a total hodgepodge lacking in nutritional value oh my kids would never eat a vegetable again (laughs) if I just up and died first of all this whole up and die thing it's something we probably need we glazed over the up and died I have told my husband every year in November, like when it's open enrollment for our health insurance, we sit down and we do this whole financial plan for the whole following year. Do we have enough life insurance? Do right. we have enough it's important money? Stuff. You know, all those all those talks that are so uncomfortable to have that we have. I have enough life insurance. If I died, he could hire someone to come in and do this stuff for one year. <laughs> you have one year to find a new wife. One year to get a new mom for my kids and a new wife before... You know, everything just completely falls apart. <laughs> You're a lot nicer than me because when I think about what if something happened to me, I immediately turn emo. Like, I go to this dark place, and I think about this much more than I should. Like, I probably <laughs> once a day. Really? I'm driving down the road, and I think either what happened, what happens if it's me or Lee. And I think through all the possible scenarios, I do. It's a really a morbid factor. I hope that there's, if you're a listener and you do the same thing, let me know. I'm feeling kind of alone here. Delilah, love someone tonight. And I have this mixed feeling. I'm like, okay, would I want to be the one to go? My kids would miss me. You know, I'm like, that would be terrible. But I almost think it'd be easier than being the one who was, you know, left behind. So I almost think that you get the easy way out. If you're like, Jesus, I'm about. 
I don't know. I've never really thought about it that way. See, you're you're a very normal person. I'm a very strange person. The fact that I overthink, there's something really wrong about that. No, not necessarily. Like I before I get ready to travel, if I'm not going with my family, I get really weird and certain things have to be done. Like I went on a trip with my mom a couple of weeks ago and I had an entire laundry basket full of mismatched socks and something in my body, like a magnet, was pulled to those socks. And I thought, if I die on the plane, no one will ever match up all these socks. I have to do it before I go. I don't make big life plans, but damn it, there will be matched up socks <laughs> That's right. before I die on the plane. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, what about this? What about all of the birthday parties that the kids have to go to? They would never make it to any of the parties. And if they did... They're surely not taking a gift. Gifts will be terrible just all around. It'd be embarrassing at Christmas. Like, I'm like, oh, no, they didn't get that for his mama. (laughs) I feel like there would be some very awkward moments. Because, you know, when we're women, we know the expectation. We can feel it out. Okay, we're thinking around $50 for grandma or whatever it is. You know, 20 bucks for, you know, Uncle Tommy. I don't have an Uncle Tommy, but (laughs) men have no sense of awareness. They're either going to spend $8 billion, it's going to be awkward and inappropriate, like something super extravagant, or they're going to hand you a Snickers bar. Seriously. Congratulations. Here's the Snickers. Or like a deck of cards. Like, it's just going to be so weird. So random. Your personal kids would never even have a birthday party because, I mean, we're we're the birthday party planners. None. None whatsoever. There'd be no family gatherings. There'd be no reunions. There'd be just, you know, like big family dinners. They'd be game watches. There definitely would be game watches. Mm. Let's get together. I just have to make sure all the kids' birthdays revolve around a game or a sporting event, uh-huh. like the Ryder Cup or the National Champion. Like if there was like a game, then we could tie it in. That might work. I worry about the health of my kids in general. Like, you know, as moms, we're up on the when they need to get their vaccines, they need to go for their well-child checks, and that usually revolves around their birthday and stuff. I'm worried my kids would be literally on their deathbed before it would occur to my husband to take them to the doctor. A leg would have to be hanging off by just skin. And then it would be like, "Mm, maybe we should go to the doctor. (laughs) It's a little late. Would they even know who the doctor is? Probably not. There'd be no preventive health care. I mean, it would all be an emergent situation. We can go ahead and throw any probiotics out the window. No vitamins. Um, No vitamins. No essential oils. The the diffuser is not coming on one single time. There's going to be no healthy smoothies for those children. There would be no packed lunches there would be no aquaphor smothered onto those chapped lips there would probably be a foot fungus you'll probably have to revert to wearing flip-flops in the shower oh lord have mercy it'd be like college all over Seriously, again. i mean i think that would probably be the situation we were looking at those poor kids no one would ever sign their reading logs their agendas they might not ever read again period <laughs> nobody would buy the books for christmas eve you know like there's the tradition and you buy the books and like i just don't see those things it's happening. not gonna happen and chemical sunscreen for sure that was something that just came to me because i'm thinking who's gonna be there to make sure they don't have parabens in their sunscreen you don't care about that i just love you so much like so much i'm Rachel. glad you do i'm glad you do because I want to stick around. I know. I need you to teach me your non-chemical ways, actually. No, I told you, I'm like, I'm like, it's so ridiculous. I'm just wasting my time because I'm totally hypocritical because we'll, you know, eat fast food in one minute and then all organic, non-GMO the next. It's, it's okay. It's, it's a okay. problem. It's a problem. I think if I was not around, my kids would not get the puberty talk. No one would talk to them about sex. 
they wouldn't know what any of the parts were exactly how they worked. They definitely find out at school from their friends. Right. Well, generally, all the men I know are skittish about like diving into those talks. And I'm like, hang on, let's talk about it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One more time. Bring it around the back. Yeah. No, don't bring don't, it around. Don't bring. The back. Don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh my gosh. Change subject. What? What else? What? Else? Oh, mopping the floors. Have you ever seen your husband with a mop in his hands? No, we lived in our house for several years and something spilled in Cameron's car and he came in and he said, I'm afraid this is going to cause a fight, but can you please tell me where we keep the vacuum cleaner so I can vacuum something out of my car? He didn't even know. He didn't know. Okay, Lee does vacuum, so I'm thinking my plan, Lee, if something happens to me, go back and listen to this episode, do wall-to-wall carpet because you are a very good vacuumer. (laughs) Mopping? I don't, I don't think he would know what to do. It's not his I just think he would gift. stand there and just look at me. Well, it's it's a thing. He has certain things that he really rocks. Like he yeah. loads the dishwasher. That's something that he rocks out, like loading the dishwasher. But then there's other things that literally I tell him like 82 times. Okay, this one is just for the towels, honey. Just for the towels. This little hamper right here doesn't fit without a fail. He's got his dress shirt in there. I'm like, seriously, just for the towels. At least the shirt gets See, in See, but that's the what hamper. we say, and that's the thing yeah. is, I don't like the halfway. Like, you know personalities, and this isn't a guy-girl thing. Just like, do some, it right. Some people get it done, and they're like, yeah. I'm getting it done, and I don't care if it's done exactly right. And I'm like, I'd rather do half the things, but do the things I do right. Yes. It's like that old yeah. answer when you're in an interview. What's your weakness? I'm a, such a perfectionist. Such a perfectionist. Bless. Bless it. So we worry about, would the kids be taken care of? We worry, I, I would think... Are the pets going to get taken care of? Nope. Because your poor dog wears diapers. He's high maintenance. I mean, nobody's going to take care of George. He's fortunate to have our family to care for him and put his diaper on. And the thing is, that little thing slips out the top quite frequently. And for some reason, he loves to pee in my daughter's room. He, he, he'll he pee other places if he has to. But typically, he's sniffing all around. He's marking all of her stuff. They have a very close relationship. Also, sometimes a love-hate relationship. She does dress him up in clothing. But yeah, George, he's he's gluten free. Although the other night I looked Shut down and saw him eating like face. twenty-two corn tortillas off the floor, or flour tortillas off the floor. Corn would not have gluten, and he didn't die. So I thought that was a good sign. Maybe he's moving on from his gluten intolerance. George is he's he's a mess. George wouldn't wouldn't make it very long without me. That's oh, for man. sure. He'd be Poor up in George. he'd be up in doggy heaven. It would probably be about twenty minutes later. I'd see George running through the pearly gates into my arms. <laughs> I just miss you so much, Mom. Nobody changed my diaper and I had too much gluten. And here I am. Yay. I'm so bad about giving them table scraps, which is a side note. Like with my kids, I feel like I'm like, we shouldn't do this. This is bad for them. For some reason, the poor dog, like if, if we're having bacon, I can't help it. My hand reaches down and I, I feed them from the table. I know it's terrible. None of that for you, George. Mom's gone. <laughs> Here's the other thing. I feel like the kids would drown in the bathtub. Because there's times when I'm like, I know that the kids are taking a bath. And Lee does give them baths. I shouldn't complain about that. But, like, I come in there and they've got five. We've got a swimming pool in our bathtub. Oh, gosh, yes. Filled all the way to the top. Yes. In fact, recently, I shouldn't bring this up because it might bring up sore subject. I am in the basement when all of a sudden I hear something. Thankfully, I caught it in time before it came running through our walls, but the, the bathtub was had started to get to the point where it was just starting to overflow. And oh, I was like, oh, my gosh. no, he didn't. 
Yeah, girl. What is it? Is it, okay, is it Warren that does that or is it the boys? Because Sadie, like my girls. No, it was Lee. Overflow- Lee overflowed Lee, the Lee was running a bathtub. Lee overflowed, but there were no children involved in that scenario. Oh my gracious. I know. Can't even blame it on them. You know, when your kids do get a little older, at least they will be able to bathe themselves. When they're little, they, they can't even tell you what they need. Like, they can't be like, I'm really stinky. I need a bath. No, or, in fact, you have to convince them. I'm like, oh, no, you need to wash. You, you are need going, this soap. This yeah. is happening. Mm-hmm. I've been threatening Warren because our hair is like mine. It, like, gets tangled when she sleeps. If you don't let me brush your hair, we're going to get it cut. And we're to that point. So it's going to be, we might have to do a Facebook Live of the are you going to scenario? Like, buzz it off? No. Just, okay. But for her, it is. She thinks she's a princess. And princesses, mm-hmm. when's the last time you saw a princess with a bob? You're going to see one soon. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, mm, Rapunzel, after they cut the magic off of her. Exactly. The magic's gone. So is the hair. Gone. You seeing the theme here? What have we taught our children? Oh, no. Well, so when my kids were little... And I was working on the weekends when Sadie was like two. You know, two-year-olds are busy. They don't remember to tell you all the time when they're hungry. Like, they, they sometimes have days where they say, I need a snack every 20 seconds. And then they go a week where you're like, oh, Nothing. Did, you, did you eat? Well, I would come home from work at around dinner time, And I'd say, oh, what'd you guys have for lunch? And Cameron would say, oh, I had a Cuban <laughs> sandwich and I made a this and that. I was like, well, what did Sadie eat? And I would just see panic come over him, and he would realize I didn't feed the children. Thankfully, if I died now, they're old enough to feed themselves. But when they were little, I did. I worried. Like, the first time I came home from work on a Saturday, I just thought I could never die. Ever. Is this – I have a really petty concern that I have if something were to happen to me. My kids would not know any of the words to the coolest hip-hop songs. That's a legitimate That's my concern. premier contribution to them, right? Well, our personalities, we do bring the silly to our families. It wouldn't be as much fun. You know, it would be like, oh, we're webs. But now it's like, we're webs. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's an important yeah. thing. That it they is have that, that little fun factor. Like, Lee is the more, it's interesting because my daughter said it best last night. She's like, Mommy, will you put us to bed? She's like, you cuddle us and get in bed and tell us stories and and Lee does tell him stories but he doesn't lay down with them he sits on the outside of the bed he's much more structured and quite frankly he is like more so of the disciplinarian with the kids I mean I I definitely try to you know I don't make him be the bad guy all the time but he is like "Mm, this is the way it is you know I'm the one who brings in a little bit the flavor flav into the household Imagine that. Ours is kind of the same. You know, I, but I think, too, most of the time there has to be a serious person. There has to be a silly person in the thing, per- personally. Otherwise, everything's either all boring or all crazy all the time. Well, if it was all crazy, because we've talked about what would happen if we died. But let's be honest. If something happened to our dear, consistent, steady, rock-solid, amazing husbands, we will be in trouble. My tires would be bald. Like, all the time. I'd be driving on bald tires in a car that had 16,100 miles on it. No oil changes. Lee's like, uh, you need to get your oil changed. Never. You need to get your oil changed. Get your oil changed. Well, the other thing he does is he sweeps out my car. Because his mom's own, you just get in survival mode and it gets funky in there, which we've talked about. But he's the one who's, like, the voice of reason. Like, this smells like a dead person is in your backseat. <laughs> it's time to go right now and vacuum it out. So here's he, where I draw the line. Yeah, yeah. he adds some, some balance there to me. The other thing he does, 
he does the majority of you know our like taking care of our bills because he does it when he's at the office he just kind of does his work stuff with home stuff huge that's a huge deal I know mm-hmm. you and Cameron you may be a little different everybody's so different how they handle well I pay our bills but he handles like our long-term finances he so makes sure our, the money's in the account right yeah. so well I mean I would save nothing and our kids <laughs> would not go to college because there would be no money and we would not be able to retire yes. you know what I mean yes. like he's got that long-range vision for taking care of our family when your roof like, fell apart you would have you wouldn't have the money to replace it. no and I'd panic I wouldn't know who to call if the roof fell apart Yes. You know? Yes, I totally He's know. all, hang on, I got a client who fixes roofs. And I'm like, call that bloke and get him over here. Our husbands are very resourceful. They really are. Like, at the end of the day, crisis control, if something happens, like, ah, spazzing, they're very steady and they're going to get it taken care of, which is kind of nice. Also, we don't have to worry. They're trustworthy guys. Let's just say that because I don't want to go out in the dating world and the way it is today. The thought of, like having to go out to the wolves right now and having to think about all that makes me scared to death. I just almost stopped breathing thinking about having to be naked in front of somebody new. <laughs> like that's my biggest fear. Oh my gosh. Cameron never die, babe. If I had to show this body off to somebody new, I I mean I'd never walk out of my house again. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. Yeah, I probably wouldn't happen. Like, I think I'd want to be married. I'd, I like being married. Not that I want to be married again. But I could never go through the process and trust someone. Speaking of Facebook and Marketplace uh-huh. and Messenger and Tinder, and I don't even know what all the things are called. You couldn't trust anybody. I have so many friends who date guys who seem very nice and very normal and very wonderful and turn out to be psychos. This is cracking me up. This is a whole different podcast because we could do psycho st- stories about boys. This What's is cracking you how up? you and I are so double standard because you know if Lee and Cameron had a podcast and they were like, I'd get married again, you would get, you'd go off on somebody. <laughs> I'd haunt him. <laughs> Coming back. I'm like, oh. you have one year to find you a new wife and you're all like, I'll get you. Exactly. No, I'm saying I wouldn't want to. Plus, like, I really do feel like I'm like, there is no one who could ever live up, truly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I pity the fool who tried to. Because when you have that history together and you've had all those babies and, you know, you've been through a lot together. Very true. I love you, Lee. Irreplaceable. Even if you can't mop the floor. Even if you don't mop the floor. You do other things really well. A lot of stuff. Get a room. This is not about that. (laughs) At all. You know what would be funny? I had a friend who did this. She said her and her husband had like a night. They went on a date and they were like, let's go on a date and let's pretend we don't know each other. Like, I can't remember where they went, but they basically went separately and we're like, let's let's remember what it would be like if we had just met, you know. I don't know. I'm not I don't know if I'm a good enough actress. Lee Lee would definitely not be interested in that. You that should. was an episode of Modern Family one time. They do that every Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. The dad, they go to a hotel and the dad is Clive Bixby. And he I've picks seen up the this. wife every oh, year. It's I forgot like a about thing that. They do. I've seen I think parts of one of those episodes. I'm not creative enough. We need to get creative, period. Because going back to let's let's not just focus on surviving. Let's talk about thriving in marriage and family. Oh sister, you're going oh, there. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. We gotta get the creativity. Really, you got to stay creative. I think that's one of the biggest issues in marriage is we just get lazy and we just kinda go in autopilot. Maybe just me, though. No, me too. <laughs> Pretty much everybody I know. 
So listen, sisters, we get it. You're doing ridiculous amounts of work. Nobody sees it. No one is like, hey, way to go. Way to change that furnace filter. Mm -mm, It's never going to happen. So just consider this. You're big. Woo, out of girl. Uh, uh, you packed uh, the lunches uh, today. Oh, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And you got a vegetable and a fruit and a protein and a grain. You got it all. Or else I'm going to make a child go up and get more items to add to their lunch. See, so now you too can have your very own Rap Rachel. Yeah, girl. You can get more Rap Rachel if you want to subscribe to our emails, like our Facebook page. We're at the Megan Rachel Show. Come hang We're out in Shelbyville. Ooh, yeah. Where do we like to hang out? Mexican restaurant. Mexican restaurant. Show up at a Mexican restaurant. Show I can up, guarantee you show we'll be up. there. We will be there eating queso. You can join us. We love you. We see you. Like all those articles. I feel like every other article from Mother on Facebook is like, I see you, Mother. All right, Megan, it's time to get serious. Say farewell. <laughs> to my life and to my family. Remember us. The way we loved. The way we lived the way we laughed together. Oh, God, I can't. Yeah, that was a bad note. I'll admit it.